So boys, I got I got a game for us today. Oh boy. I know I've I've, I've got a bag of tricks today and I'm very excited to share it with you. Ooh, I love some tricks. Tricks are for kids. Do you but, need some treats with the tricks? No, it's not that time of year. Okay. It's th- it's it's time to give thanks, not give tricks or treats. Okay. Here in Seattle, we have a restaurant called Dick's Hamburgers and it's it's a local saying to say like you're going to go out and get a bag of dicks. Like people know <laughs> what that means. Right. They, they know that they're in on it. <clears throat> so all I could think of when you were saying you had a bag of tricks was a bag of dicks, which to me is a bag of hamburgers. Right. To, As to it should you be. dirty, dirty boys. It's probably also hamburgers. I don't know. No, I love hamburgers, and that was what my mind immediately went to as well. So I found, I found this Twitter account uh, called The Metal Bot. And what The Metal Bot does is it invents metal bands and a fake album that they created, that this hypothetical band created. And they're fantastic. I love them. I love them so much. And I love them so much that I thought we would play Real or Not Real with these metal bands and albums. Isn't this I how love some childish, real or not real. Isn't this how Childish Gambino got his name? Yeah, Childish Gambino was based on like a like a hip hop name generator, like a Wu Tang name generator. Yeah. And so I, I think this metal bot is just the next evolution of the Wu Tang name generator. Who knows? There might be some good some good stuff in here. How how much like metal do you guys listen to? Nah. Whole bunch, but enough maybe to get me by or in here. This yeah. is not gonna happen. I get, for you. I get, I get I'm into moods, sorry. and uh, I, I think, I think I'm gonna do all right at this. I feel okay. confident. I, feeling confident. Okay, Jared's I, got a little swagger here. I Jack, do know do that Master of Puppets is a metal album. Oh boy, <laughs> you're in trouble here. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna say, Jack, would you like to start? Or would you like to make Jared start? Okay, so how are we? What are the rules for this? Are me, so the rules and, are Jared and I both gonna vote real or fake? No, no. You, it's I'm gonna. You're each gonna get an opportunity on each, on one. So basically, I'll ask Jared, is this one real or not real? And then I'll be like, okay, Jack, is this one real or not real? Okay, all right, let's do it. And uh. we'll just see who wins. We'll we'll go like we'll we'll see if we can get like three for each of you guys, and then uh, see where the points lay out. Maybe do a sudden death. Yeah, I say uh, let's let uh, Jared uh, be the guinea pig and go first here. Okay, Jack has opted to kick. Jared will receive. Jared, yeah. your first, your first question is the band Legacy of Filth and their album "Eternally Reborn into the Realm of Your Worst Nightmares." Real? Nope. It's it's too. It's like too on the nose. So okay. I, I call fake. Correct. That one was fake. That is a point to Jared. Jack, you're now coming from behind. Oh, boy. Your band is Obsidian Skull. The album is Power of the Obsidian Skull. I'm going to go self-titled record real. That one is fake. <laughs> <laughs> well... My logic went against me, I guess. This bot, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but this bot is very good. Like it's Jared good. said, the other one was like so on the nose that you were like, maybe? I feel, I don't I feel know. for you. I, that one right. sounded like it could be real Jack, so, yeah. You, okay, don't talk down to him just because he's losing. <laughs> okay, your next one sympathy. is, and I, I will say you can ask for a spelling. 
Ovsvalt. <laughs> Echoes of the Raven. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna like to hear that in a sentence, please. Uh, so <laughs> that is spelled O V S T V A with like the two dots over it. Mm. L T. And the album is Echoes of the Raven. Can I get a definition, please? Yes, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I mean, I have not heard of that band, so I'm going to say fake. Okay, well, that one is fake. Okay. Yes. Well, dang it. I haven't heard of any of these bands. So by that logic, I'm losing even worse than well, I am so now. Far they're, so far, they've all been fake. So... Watch yourself, Jack. I might throw you a curveball. Are any of these real? I really can't say. Okay. That would that would be that would that would break the game. Well, it's real or fake game, so I feel like if there's well, no real ones, we're kind of skewed. And, yeah, uh, I would say so. Okay, Jack. The next one is Shrapnel Eater, terrorizing this world. Real. No, it's not. <laughs> I well, I I saw you shaking your head no after the fact, so that okay. <laughs> All right, Jared. This one is called Cattle Decapitation, and the album name is Monolith of Inhumanity. Oh, hold up! I actually just the other day, yeah, I was listening to this. Uh, it's like. Chop the cow's head off. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. No, that was uh, beautiful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, fake. No, that one is real. No. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Ooh, baby. They're, they're his song. Chop the cow's head off. Okay, Jack. <laughs> if you get this one wrong, you're not staying alive. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll have to give it to Jared if you get this next one wrong. But this one is. Tomb Mold, The Bottomless Perdition. Let's go with... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say real again. That one is also real. Yeah. Yes! Tomb Mold. Still alive! Oh, yeah. We're alive, baby! Up, 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 up. The Bottomless Perdition. Stay in this is like, Stay this in is like kickoffs, uh, PKs, and a... Right. World, world... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> That's right. All right. Yep. <laughs> we'll call this sudden death. We'll we'll say we're at sudden death now. Jared, Gore Walker, the spine extractor. Uh, I mean, I have to say real because I sincerely hope that there's a band cool enough to be called Gore Walker. I'm sorry, but that one is fake. Oh my god. Okay, Jack. well, I'm starting a metal band called Gore Walker. It's a good name. Except it's These gonna are... be spelled like my last name. Am I oh. doxing myself? I can't. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think we're, we're public at the point. Now. <laughs> I don't think we're at the point where we have to worry about that. We can scrub it later. Okay, Jack. Yes. The band's name is Bong Ripper. The album Satan Worshiping Doom. Is that a real band? Well, that's the question. You have to answer the question. <laughs> um. Fake. Nope, that one's real. I, Son of a gun. The one, one time that I go. Of. Son of a gun. <laughs> you had it. You you should have just been like, yeah. Uh, I went well. all real and then the fake one I chose. <laughs> just so happened all right. to be I real, kinda, I guess. I kind of locked myself into the fake ones at first because I was like, I got to really throw them off. Mm -hmm. They got to like really not know when I'm going to switch it up. Mm -hmm. But Jared was kind of like, 
Jared hadn't heard any of the real ones yet, so he's like, well, I haven't heard, like, Metallica, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about we just call it, you know, a tie, and uh, we both take a OTL point. I'd uh, prefer not a sympathy tie. Hold on, hold on. I can do a sudden death. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. For the sudden death, I feel like Jared and I both need to vote on the same thing. You don't tell us the answer. What? And we'll see what happens. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> because it just, I, I'm just saying. I, what does that even mean? I don't know. Never mind. All right. You have to say your name if you're ready to answer. And if you get it wrong, the other person wins. All right. Witch vomit buried deep in a bottomless grave. Jack. Jared. I heard Jack first. <laughs> Uh, can I get in a sentence? No. <laughs> Stop stalling. We're going real. That one is real. No. I've also heard of that one. <laughs> uh. Hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of a year. You could follow along on Spotify, and please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad dot wallpaper dot band. We did it. We did it, folks. About time we got an Instagram here. We've entered the metaverse. So I guess uh, I'm going to get started with the what's up because I... (laughs) I have the novel coronavirus, uh, and I don't feel amazing. So if if anyone hears any like loud breathing, distant coughing, anything like that, it's because I'm sick and I'm very mad about it. Jake, you're not a, one of those those uh, goatee wearing anti vaxxers are you? Well, so what happened was, I was going to get my booster. I got my booster shot. Went to the CVS. Uh, felt sick on Friday because I just got my booster. Started feeling better, then felt sick again. I'm like, what's up with that? Go get a test. Turns out, immediately after getting my booster shot, I got COVID. So I, it's like all, it feels like it was for nothing. Now I'm, now I'm just sick. You just wasted the booster. <laughs> that literally was my mom. She got the booster. Oh Next day, got diagnosed with COVID. Maybe we all misheard we're supposed to get rooster shots. Oh, what's a rooster shot? Uh, let me think up a punchline to that. <laughs> I'm yes ending you, Jared. <laughs> I'm trying. I was just expecting you to be like, shut up, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. But, but, between, <laughs> but between my booster shot and feeling sick on that and my getting COVID and feeling sick from that, I've been watching a lot of, a lot of television. And as I, one does. As one does. What else am I going to do? I'm not moving. That's certainly not happening. Uh, so I'm watching a lot of Succession. I love Succession. I don't know if any of you guys are keeping up with that. I am all caught up except this week's episode. I feel like that TV show, it, 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 super iconic theme song, but it's not as easily to like sing as like the Game of Thrones theme song. I was about to give it like a try. It's like... Yeah. 
it's not, a, not as iconic as bump 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 bump. Like, right, right. But uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. How how are you so, feeling about Succession? Are you watching the show, Jared? You didn't answer if you're watching the show. Uh, actually, my wife Elle is watching it more than me. Uh, so I've caught little bits of it. So you hate everyone, like everybody in the show. No one is likable, but it's you hate everyone so much and everyone's so hateable that you eventually start to like them because you hate them. Yeah, you're like, you want to see them succeed and fail simultaneously. Exactly. Like, and um, the dude that's the Macaulay brother, um, oh, what's his yeah. name in the show? Roman. Roman. Ro- Roman. Yes, like, he is my favorite character. Or Cousin Greg. Either Roman or Cousin oh, Greg are my favorite characters, but I don't like either of them at all. Exactly. And, and it's this complex show where every single character has all these changing dynamics between each other independent of their changing dynamics with other characters so you never know like where anyone stands with anyone and it's like stressful but also awesome yeah so it's like the drama version of arrested development is what i'm hearing yeah yeah i mean i think that's fair it's like these terrible miserable rich people and it's awesome but i think i'm gonna say something controversial here i I mean, only controversial, I think, in this room. I don't think it's actually all that controversial. Um, I've been watching Succession. Succession, excellent show, interesting dynamic. I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso, and it was the worst show I've ever watched. Wait, okay, no, 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 no. You did not hate Ted Lasso. It had the worst vibes of any show I've ever seen. I think I quit. He's like a he's like the flattest character I've ever seen in a television program. He's just like I'm just going to go get this done and I'm a I'm a big happy go lucky guy and no. there's no boobs okay. allowed in this locker room. Okay, Stupid. no. No, 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 no. First off, from one episode, you cannot judge a character on one episode. That is just straight up crap from the beginning. Okay, tell me what else is there with Ted Lasso. He's just this like happy guy who is, he is, is inspirational. He is positive, inspirational all the time. But Awful. but 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 that's how they start out the show. So they start out the show that Ted Lasso is just this happy go lucky. He's just trying to create positivity everywhere. The show gets into kind of the stuff that he deals with, even though he puts on that happy front. It gets kind of dark. No, maybe not dark's the right word, but it gets. <laughs> deeper and it well it some episodes do get pretty dark like they touch on heavy life like kind of depression like kind of that kind of stuff with his character and it's like just keep watching yeah yeah the there's they definitely make the character more dynamic i will say as somebody who liked the show the like obviously you know choreographed soccer scenes were the worst like thing to see i sports in in tv shows and movies are always hard to emulate but like these Hello. were just so bad but i'm also i currently started rewatching friday night lights and the difference between those two television programs tells me all i need to know friday night lights you have instantly you have this flawed coach taylor who's like risen through the ranks of high school football and now he's got his big assignment and he's like 
he's kind of bitter and he's kind of mad sometimes but like he you know he overall is trying to do the right thing but you know he's this very flawed character and there's all these other great characters that i cared about just from the first episode in the first episode of ted lasso all i learned is that he is so good at coaching football that he's going to be good at coaching soccer uh and he's he's just thinks everyone should believe so the at the end of the day uh ted lasso is making fun of the assumption that you're that you are thinking that like it in my opinion ted lasso is actually like taking the concept of american exceptionalism and actually like deconstructing that yes and, very much so uh the po- overwhelming positivity and just pull yourself up by the bootstraps get her done uh actually like doesn't work and that it can actually lead to an erosion of like your foundation and if you would actually watch the show jake instead of making it an assumption on one episode yeah maybe you can't judge a show by one episode okay i'll i'll watch some more episodes but i will say I don't think my wife will let me watch them with her because every time there was like an attempt at a joke, I was just like stone faced. I was like, I do not think this is funny at all. All right. Next episode of (laughs) bad riffs. We're live streaming Ted Lasso watch party and we're forcing Jake to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. If I don't laugh, (laughs) I'm in trouble. (laughs) I don't know how you didn't laugh at the first episode. It is. He's like, we should see each other in our dreams. And it's like, okay. I think it's like so COVID funny. brain fog. Is the COVID brain fog? I watched. <laughs> it is so funny. Like, I seriously am like a little butthurt that you don't like to. I know. Myself. I knew you guys would be mad. Like, uh, this is no joke. My favorite show that's ever been on television, which is yeah. not on streaming or like whatever. But like, okay, it is straight up my favorite show. Have you ever tried watching Seinfeld? It's funny. It's actually funny. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've seen a lot of Seinfeld and Ted Lasso trumps Seinfeld by miles. That's why they've cleaned up the Emmys two years in a row. Oh my, do not point at the Emmys. Like that means anything to me. You know what? That's like pointing at Grammys. Come on, man. Okay. First off the Grammys. (laughs) Yes. They screw people over, but the Grammys, they, it's voted by people like us. I'm just saying, Grammy voting member right here. So, guys, I uh, actually got to experience a TV show in real life this weekend. Wow. Oh, boy. I went to the uh, filming set of the, the hit TV show, Portlandia. Oh. <laughs> also known as the streets of Portland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, keeping it weird. I, uh, ate I was out about to some, ask if you made Portland weird. Yeah, a little there. bit, a little bit. Uh, I ate out of some food carts. They call them food carts there, but they're actually food trucks. Oh, sure. Um, Got to keep it quirky. Went to a you know record store. Uh, that was about it. <laughs> wow. Actually, yeah, it was pretty, pretty low key trip. Uh, I we we decided that. All there is to do in Portland is go on hikes. There's an amazing uh, <laughs> couple parks, Washington Park, Forest Park. Forest and Park? Yeah, not the not the St. Louis one. <laughs> okay, sorry. There's no zoo sorry. in this one? Sorry, Y'all sorry. ain't got no zoo in this one? Well, there's a zoo in the Washington Park. In, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. 
Uh, yeah, there's yeah the, an arboretum of rose test garden with ten thousand varieties of roses, a Japanese garden, all in and a zoo in the Washington Park. But yeah, it's a lot of hiking and then a lot of just eating food. So people in Portland overall are just I think average build, but they it's because they go on a lot of hikes and they eat a lot of food. And yeah, you got to even out. it out. Cancels that, which is kind of the life. Like honestly, it's nice. Uh, and the Portlandia like gag that people just do random shit there to make money is also like, seems to just be true because like, I don't know how people afford all the eating out they do, but yeah, somehow someone's selling enough crystals that they can get a tasting menu (laughs) once a week. Exactly. (laughs) Just, Just making merchandise where they just put a bird on it. Yeah, they're, they're just screen printing eyes. I don't even understand how that makes money. Ooh, that's a good metal album name. Screen printed eyes <laughs> to my soul. Well, I'm glad you had fun in Portland. I, I really want to get up to Portland, Maine. Uh, the good Portland, mm. if you ask me. Ouch. The East Coast Portland. Yeah, I, I, I want to I see it to do a A-B comparison. I feel like, I feel like West Coast Portland... We'll take the cake. Let's start a let's start a East Coast West Coast rivalry. Here we go, Battle think, of the Portlands. I think that's the best way to really get some music hype is to start an East Coast West Coast beef. And I think mm-hmm. Portland okay, is really that, where there's a lot of energy for a beef. That doesn't end well. Uh, Jack, I hear you're also into something that starts with a P. Yes. So <laughs> I transition. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I finally broke down. I heard all the hype for so long, and I finally broke down and got a Peloton. Ooh, baby. Um, got it what for, a bike. which, going against kind of the Christmas ad last year, but got it for my wife for our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't take it with any sort of, like, hint or undertone? She no. didn't think you were trying to tell her anything? No, no, no. She had been asking for one for quite a while so this was okay, very much so a welcome gift i did not She's, quite sh- do the christmas move where you get canceled <laughs> for buying your girlfriend or wife or whatever one but um it's different it's been a little bit of a game changer in this household i'm staring at it right now but it's been <laughs> just a, checking it out checking that sweet peloton out been a little motivating um it's i didn't think it was gonna be worth the hype but like it it really is pretty enjoyable to ride you know i don't know if it's worth the price point but (laughs) at least you got two people using it though uh everyone i know that has gotten a peloton puts it like in the front of their room and it's like ooh, when people come over look at the peloton it's a statement i have a peloton this is in the back you couldn't get to a more back corner of our house that this thing is (laughs) like it's in our my like office music room whatever like it is in the back corner literally the back corner of my house you're hiding it it's shameful it is it is i don't want to be those bougie ass people who are like (laughs) hey that's that's the mid midwest thing there like you invite people over for like you know a beer, and they're like, "Where's the Coors Light?" Yeah, oh, what? It, oh, like, is that a Peloton? Is that a Peloton? <laughs> no, this door is closed. Anytime we have guests over, no one will ever know. 
I thought this thing was a joke. And then all of a sudden, I start riding it. I did like a 20-minute ride yesterday. Like, I'm talking beginner 20-minute ride. Like, they have beginner courses for it. Right. My butt was kicked. <laughs> like, I'm halfway through it, and I'm like, this thing's got to be over. And then you look up, and it's got a little time thing, time stamp or whatever on it. And it's like, oh, boy, we're halfway through. My calves are killing me. I'm like, am I this out of shape, y'all? Like... Yeah, maybe you just haven't biked enough, you know? It's like I, different muscle groups. I, I also haven't worked. I've been on tour, haven't worked out in yeah. months, m- months. <laughs> like, this has been kicking my butt. All right, what else do you want to talk about, Jack? Saturday. So, not the Saturday that you guys are thinking of when you hear this episode, but the Saturday that <laughs> we are recording this on, I am going to Disney for the first time in my life. Disney As a World, 20... Right? Seven-year-old man. Wow, the world. Gonna, not the are land, you going to ride right? your Peloton there? Uh, is it World <laughs> Land, the one in Florida? I don't know it's which that, one it is. That one's that one's the world. You can trust me on that one. Okay, so yes, I'm going to Disney World for the first time in my entire life. Which this is bringing me full circle. So, <laughs> little-known fact, maybe Jake might know this, but when I was a kid. My dad told me we went to Disney World every week because we would go to the Chesterfield Mall in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> and we would go to the Disney store. And he no. told me that we went to Disney World because <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. So I went to like, this was like at kindergarten, I guess, first grade, yeah, maybe, yeah. whatever. Like I went to class saying that I went to Disney World every weekend. <laughs> And the teachers thought I was lying, and they brought it up at, like, parent-teacher conferences or whatever they called it when you're in kindergarten or first grade. And my teacher brought it up, was like, so is Jack going to Disney World, like, every week? And then they had like, to admit it. This kid is obviously lying. They had what is to going on? admit it to my kindergarten teacher that, nope, we're... Uh, we're taking him to the Disney store at the mall and, and we're to telling him. Them, him that this is Disney World. A god tier parent move. You got Very much it. so. Like I if I'm ever a parent, I'm pulling that same dang move. It's gonna happen. <laughs> but I guess the prophecy will be fulfilled this weekend and we'll be going to Disney. I'm so happy for you. I hope you enjoy your flight to St. Louis and that it goes well. I'm very excited. No, but I'm very excited for you. You got to go to Epcot. You got to drink around the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're oh, going man. We're going for, we're there. We leave Saturday. So we get there Saturday afternoon. And then we're there until Black Friday. So we are nice. there for a solid six days. So we're going to Epcot. We're going to Animal Kingdom. We're going with my seven-year-old yeah. cousin. So we're going to do a bunch of the, which I think is kind of the way to go as an adult, like kind of get to still have fun as like, see him experience it all. And right. Cause you don't have any nostalgia for this. Like, I mean, you have some nostalgia for like the, the Disney properties that we all know and love. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, as long as I ride this Ratatouille ride, that is all that I care about. I love Ratatouille. I'm not ashamed of it. I think that's a fantastic movie. And it just so happens they built a ride that opened the same year I'm going for the first time. So let's go, baby. Let's go. You're going to drink eight beers in Germany, spend $100, and then ride the Ratatouille ride. And you're going to have the greatest vacation of your life. Oh, I'm fully aware. We are very much (laughs) so planning on drinking around the world. And I'm prepared to spend a considerable sum of money 
aren't alcohol drinking around I, the world. I made it to France and then started yelling at an egret. How so, far is uh, France from? The, is that the second a, stop? I no, guess knowing about, you, it's it's about two thirds of the way through, but I did not make it to the end. Jared, have you been to Disney World? Uh, I have. So I don't even like Disney World. Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri is where it's at. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Fire in the hole. What a Fire magical. What a magical place that if you showed anybody that grew up in like California or like Massachusetts, if you showed that to them, they would like die. I think I don't think their brain could comprehend. They would like- think we are so pathetic. It is unreal. <laughs> like little known. I don't know if you even know this, Jared. Jake and I grew up going to Silver Dollar City Thanksgiving Together. weekend every year for I don't know how uh, yeah, five I, plus years. Like yeah, I mean we've probably been to Silver Dollar City together at least six or seven. Yes, times. it's five plus years going. We would leave Black Friday and we get back yep. on Sunday and we would go every single <laughs> year. That's the real place where the dream of the 1890s is alive. <laughs> Where women aren't allowed to vote, but we got a lot of funnel cakes. <laughs> we got those funnel cakes, baby. <laughs> we got so many. Man, we got so many funnel cakes. It's all about the skillets. Mm, I can mm, taste them it. skillets, dude. Yep. Jared's a true Ozark boy. He, Jared, like Jared, grew up like five minutes from Lambert's. Yeah, I was like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys had to drive like four hours to get to Silver Dollar City. It was literally yeah, forty-five minutes away like that. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jared lived on, on the doorstep of Silver <laughs> City. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say that I'm jealous, but I really, really am jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's favorite place growing up, and his dad's favorite place, especially. <laughs> I feel like I have to cut this because this is very personal. But no, it's, you it, don't have to cut this. This is no, great. This is go, good. no, this go. Is good, you don't have to cut content. it. Oh yes, go. Uh, we we would go to this terrible motel that was called the like hillbilly inn that is correct i'm pretty sure i know wait first off well no no let me pause go ahead that was not correct it's not a terrible motel mate well i've never (laughs) stayed there it might be a terrible motel their breakfast buffet stayed there their breakfast buffet was world freaking class and Mr. Kramer, if you're listening right now, you will attest because you were there at the time. It was a fantastic breakfast buffet. The breakfast buffet was fire. And like, I still remember times where we'd go and there'd be like an hour wait and our families would be like, we're waiting. We're doing it. Yes. And then we <laughs> and- went the one time and we waited and we waited and then we got there and it was no longer a buffet. And it was like, you got to order stuff. We left immediately. <laughs> It wasn't like a, hey, we'll try it out. Nope, we left immediately. It was like it went to crap, and we haven't been since. Yeah, no, have not looked back. So, Jared, what have you been listening to? Ah, thanks for asking, Jake. You're very welcome. I found a new band. Uh, thanks to, honestly, I gotta gotta give props to Spotify's radio recommendations. We uh, love Spotify found- here, folks. I mean, it came up, and I was like, this this sounds like right up my alley. But the band is Wednesday. I believe they're out of North Carolina. Ooh. So Wednesday, to me, like, they have this, like, Weezer 
early Weezer riff based writing. Like their guitar riffs just are scorching and uh, they, they match that with the melodies. Uh, but the singer sings in this like upper female register that's just uh, kind of like Charlie Bliss or kind of like Great Grandpa. Uh, that's super unique, super just interesting to me right now. And I, you know, walking by, like, while Spotify is playing in the background with random radio suggestions, it caught my ear, and I was like, I want to know what that band is. And I uh, was, was not disappointed. So I uh, really enjoyed their 2020 album. I think they have a new album coming out, too. So would would really recommend getting into that. Um, and I also dipped my toes a little bit into the sultry sounds of Silk Sonic this week. So I showed my wife our little show notes before this uh podcast started and she saw silk sonic on there and she was like oh man i've been listening to them non-stop recently oh, like big fan which i similar to you jake am not familiar with them but like her recommendation was very good like gotta give it a listen shout out to chelsea yes <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure they debuted on like the super bowl show last year so it's not like they're like a little known thing but uh uh they're a little controversial just because of i mean they're reinventing or or revisiting those like r&b pop sounds Mm -hmm. and you, you could have one view of it as being derivative but i just am like there for it like it's so nice to hear those sounds like just i i really enjoyed it so check it out yeah i love anderson pock i saw him live when like malibu released he was doing like the festival circuit and man he is a a super energetic dynamic live show and i'm pretty bruno mars agnostic but uh i mean i love anderson pock so i've been meaning to check it out but uh now that you say it's great i will absolutely check it out he's a uh fantastic drummer as well I he drummed and rapped live. Yes, I saw, at, I saw him at I saw him at Bonnaroo on the festival circuit, yeah, and his drumming, I was just like, "Holy!" I I <laughs> was jam. not. This was three, probably maybe four years ago, and I was not really familiar with him at the time, yeah. and like very impressed after that. Definitely became a fan after seeing his set on there. Absolutely. Yeah, what a glow up after like a small feature on a Dr. Dre album. That wasn't even that listened to. And then he just exploded after that. Yeah. Honestly, that's even if all that you get out of this album is it's an Anderson Pock album with a Bruno Mars budget. Like (laughs) it's amazing because of that. And I'm here for it. All right. How about you, Jake? What have you been listening to? So I I hit up the recent re-release from Radiohead, uh, Kid Amnesiac. Yes. I don't know, Jared, have you hit that up either? Yeah. I So I got like, I bought into the hype for OK Not OK. I even like pre-ordered the vinyl special release. And part of like that big hype was it was going to finally have the recording of Lift, which coming out of uh, the bins and Pablo Honey, like it kind of was a continuation of that sound. And they, and it, it like, it was going to be their single and like they played it at a couple live shows. So like mm-hmm. it was known in the community from bootlegs and right. then they scrapped it and like went this complete, not completely different direction, but the direction that 
you know, we, we kind of all know with OK Computer and, and into Kid A. And so that it was so hyped about that. And like, mm-hmm. I heard the track and honestly, I'm at the, I'm the bins like is my favorite radio album. I love that album. album. It's a great album. Uh, but not for like the poppy reasons. I don't, I don't know. And <laughs> for cool reasons. So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's a nice album. It sounds mm-hmm. nice. So it's beautiful. Lift was just okay. And I was like, I'm kind of, I don't know. It's yeah. Like I- did, did too much so i, I kind of have avoided the kid amnesiac stuff but what do you think is it actually good is it like i'm i'm not the biggest like bonus content guy you know i don't listen to the most like all these bonus tracks are like ooh. when I, I was listening to like the let it i went back to the let it be 2021 mix and i was like i don't need to hear dig a pony take seven and then dig a pony take four like back to back i'm okay i can just listen to dig a pony again but uh, I, I think what was really cool about Kid Amnesiac is they were able to capture that feeling that like those two pieces of art were like made at the same time. And, and I, I always go back to Kid A. I always I like I think Kid A is my favorite Radiohead album. Uh, I love the bands. I love OK Computer. I love all the I mean, I love all the albums, but uh, I think Kid A is my favorite. And I often overlook Amnesiac, but I think like the middle to like second half uh, of Amnesiac are fantastic i mean i am not in love with like the first two or three tracks but as it gets moving i think it like picks up all this momentum and i think listening to amnesiac right after listening to kid a and like really trying to like think about how they recorded all these songs at the same time and they were going through this transitionary period and like kid a was like the cream of the crop that popped out but like amnesiac has this other feel to it it's very like grim and like almost like nihilistic i don't know like something about it is like darker than kid a and kid a is already a dark album and so i think like the way they separated those albums is so interesting to me and then the way that they came back together i think really worked and you know i like the bonus tracks i really like it but uh just listening to those two albums back to back like that as like a double lp which they didn't ever intend for it to be listened to initially uh i really enjoyed it and it was a great way for me to revisit amnesiac within the context of kid a Jack, have you checked it out? I really have not given it much of a listen. I know of it, and I've definitely heard it, but I've not given it like a sit down and really like yeah. comprehend it. Like a lot of music that I listen to right now, it's kind of like I hear it while I'm doing other things where that. I'm not really paying attention to it. Like with my job and what I do, like, I hear a lot of music and a lot of new music, but it's never really stuff that I'm like really fully immersed in all the time listening to, which mm-hmm. I wish I was, but I kind of always have to yeah. go and listen to it on the side to kind of really <laughs> grasp it all and figure out exactly what's going on. So Jack, like I feel that so much and it's interesting how in the age of like streaming, music is so available it it kind of makes it so that because you have music available all the time the things that do stand out and like catch your ear uh mean that much more so jack you you've at least a little bit listened to the the radiohead uh but what else have you been checking out you know i might get some flack and some hate for this but i am a 1000 percent swifty 
Taylor released her new Red Taylor's version album or this past week, and the all too well ten minute version, it touched me emotionally. It's and I think it's more along the lines of you know you record a song like I don't know what it was like ten plus years ago, maybe it was exactly ten, and you hit the song again and you decide as a songwriter like i can turn this four minute song into a 10 minute song and it's just like in the verses she put in there it's just like it's great it's a it's a super unique instance of you know just pop culture uh it's a it's a pop culture event that a songwriter who is popular is re-recording their albums like that's never happened before. And right. it's, no. it is interesting now that we have these documents to compare, like her voice is different. Her context is different than, uh, and it was the most dramatic with her first album, but even with like an album like this, just she's in a different place whenever she's singing this, but we have an A and B to compare against. No, I agree a thousand percent. And the reason that I chose it is because I agree with exactly what you're saying, Jared. Like, I think it's super interesting. So, Jared, I think last time before we did our wrap-up, I did my song first. Uh, so I'm going to elect you to go first this time. I dutifully accept. <laughs> Thank you. Your proposition. Thank you. Okay, so this week, in a, in a way, this was like a retroactive riff inspiration. But I think, if anything, this is a band that I, I have ingrained like the inspiration into just everything that I play. Like they're very inspirational for me. I got to see them play a tiny theater here in Seattle, which was great. Like maybe like two hundred people, um, and just was blown away uh, by. The guitar chops, like the way that the songs are written, that just like blend like that guitar proficiency with actually interesting songwriting. And so this week, my respiration is Built to Spill. Yes. This is the plan. I know that song like the back of my hand, Jared. That is a killer track. Killer track. Note note to the audience, Jake was singing along. Uh, without even being able to hear it, he actually was like perfectly in time uh, with the song. And then, like, I clicked it back on so we could hear it through the through our uh, video share. And uh, head banging commenced immediately. I I saw Built to Spill at the first Lou Fest, and I had so much fun. I I was like super into Modest Mouse in high school. Yeah, and I always viewed Built to Spill as like the proto Modest Mouse. You know they. They were that early 90s alt-rock out of the Pacific Northwest. And, I mean, obviously, they had a huge influence on Modest Mouse. But uh, that was how I was introduced to them. But I love, absolutely love Built to Spill. You know, three of their albums are, like, my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. I mean, what what else can you say other than that? So- yeah, I also <laughs> picked, like, an extremely, like, influential popular 90s <laughs> indie band so i'm gonna be Ooh. stuck in the same situation in about two minutes but we go, got battle go of the 90s <laughs> well let's just hear how i have disappointed I, spill this i'm week. excited i think it's gonna be great <laughs> all right <laughs> 
Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. I do see the built to spill influence and in like those those chords, especially on that verse kind of run. Uh, it's definitely got the the guitar vibe of built to spill. I definitely see that, uh, and I like the big chorus too. That's a very very fun move. Uh, I had trouble like because like I know like that gets into the territory more of like the nine the nineties and the two thousands like pop distillations of what like built a spill was doing or the pixies where it became way more poppy way more four chordy and i actually like was tempted to say my respiration was weedus teenage <laughs> dirtbag um because it kind of just builds into that like head you know like head bopping like yep i know this riff i know this progression but you know the song doesn't have to go there it was just part of it uh but kind of seemed like it fit it was it was natural to do no i i thought it was like a very fun spin because i didn't necessarily see it going that direction from those initial verse uh like guitar licks uh but once i went there i was like oh okay that makes a lot of sense to me you know as as a fan of like that alt rock from the late 90s 2000s so my riffspiration this week, I, I think he went to, with Built to Spill, and I have to admit, I did not. I, I went probably even more fundamentally important from an indie rock perspective, and I just went with Wilco. And I think what I really like about Pot Kettle Black is that the it's a it's a song built around like the acoustic guitar, but it's also like a driving rock song. And I think that works really well for a band like Wilco. Uh, and I, I really wanted to see if I could start with the acoustic guitar and build from there. So let's, let's hear it. You've all heard the tune. You all know the song. It's Wilco, baby. Wilco. And I have their t-shirt now, thanks to random Airbnb. <laughs> you've got a built to spill t-shirt and you've got a Wilco t-shirt. So you've got this episode fully on lock. Yeah. So I think Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is an album that uh, I think it's the most rated. It's not overrated. Yeah. It's not underrated. I mean, and usually it's rated as like a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's just yeah. so good. And um, my take on that specific track uh, is that it's the the songwriting of Tweety, like that acoustic backbone and, and his melody. But as is the case with most of that album, but uh, particularly on that song, like the Jay Bennett production to like add the extra stuff. Um, kind of elevated that 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 song and you know i mean famously is like probably what like made the record label reject that album and (laughs) self-released it and it became you know this huge like amazing thing and uh uh wilco's a band i came to because of their performances and their their albums after like jay bennett had left the band and then like retroactively like got into their their backlog um and yeah it's so i have like this like weird like it sounds different than the band that i like kind of initially was drawn to but it's Mm -hmm. 
actually even more interesting and better in some ways. But yeah, I, I really liked the the basis of that song being the guitar, the acoustic guitar. And I have my beautiful Martin and I got I got my Martin out and was fiddling around there with different chord progressions and really built the song up from there. I heard so much built a spill in that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with the I electric was... <laughs> guitar, I got my telly out just to add a layer on top yeah. of that, like reverbed out acoustic. And and you're right. Like the guitar in that does have some built to spill in there. I was so ready for uh, the, like, yeah, that kind of vocal line to come in, like a built to spill vocal line. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, the little minor, uh transition like the the mm. chord that you went from major to minor uh that felt more wilco like yeah definitely to, to me the the electric guitar that i added on top i agree it kind of added a, a different vibe that i ended up really enjoying uh but initially when it was just the acoustic i think it was just really spacey uh and it, it tightened up with the electric Hey folks, uh, sorry to report, but we had a little audio issue there at the end of the episode, uh, so I'm coming to you from the future. Ooh, technology is great. Uh, but anyways, I just wanted to wrap the show up. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band, and uh, check us out on Spotify. Uh, thanks again. Thanks again.